Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. anything interesting in the mail lately, Samantha? Well, I'm trying to think. No, nothing out of the usual. Everything I, I think I'm expecting, but uh, no, what about you? Well, yes, as you know, because we were just talking about this, I checked my mail very early this morning, a blustery fall day. It's dark outside. Uh, and I got this postcard and it's like a lovely postcard i flip it over the the handwriting is very beautiful mm-hmm. and it says something along the lines of who you vote for may be a secret but your voting records aren't so you may be talking to some local organizations after the election smiley face and i paused and read it twice and then i texted samantha and i asked is this a threat (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna come after me if i don't vote i did i voted (laughs) and for, for those of you who are doing all of the stuff for voting and voting awareness thank you yes. but yeah that, that seems a little hostile <laughs> <laughs> i love the smiley face too because a smiley face can be so threatening in the right context <laughs> right ha <laughs> yes uh yeah and yes definitely think everybody who's getting out the vote who's already voted go vote if you haven't um as we record this it is the friday before halloween the last friday before the election as you hear it, it's potentially the last day before things go really wild here. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we wanted to take kind of a break, a breather. And we wanted to to thank all of you listeners because receiving messages from you and letters from you has been such a wonderful comfort during this time. And that we can have that community has been great. Um, and it, it's always been great. It's like one of my favorite things. Um 
So thank you. And we wanted to go over some listener mail that we've received lately. Yes. Um, and Charlie wrote... Just wanted to drop a few lines after listening to the episode on women in animal care business. And if you haven't listened to it, you should. It's very, very interesting. I'm a veterinary technician or in the UK, Australia, a veterinary nurse. Your podcast episode focused exclusively on veterinarians or DVMs. And I was so disappointed because the majority of staff and women and the people suffering the lack of pain, benefits, and respect in a hospital are the technicians and assistants. We also go through rigorous training, schooling in most states, and do most of the hands-on care for the animals, lab and diagnostics procedures, blood draws, injections and medications, fluids. We run anesthesia during surgeries and also assist in some states we perform dental cleanings and etc and are akin to a human nurse practitioner. We also have the ability to specialize, which is called a VTS, and other certification courses, and we can take to add to our skill sets. It was unfortunate that podcasts didn't touch on us almost at all because we are the backbones of the hospital and clinics in most places. Not only are we disrespected by clients who think we are just young girls, many, many vet techs are young women who like to cuddle puppies, but veterinarians see us the same way often. Our average career lifespan is 10 years because our work is so physically taxing and the pay is garbage and the benefits laughable and often our work environments are toxic and or hostile. It would be great to see you focus on vet techs in a subsequent episode. And uh, yeah, that's a really great point. I know a lot of people who are in that industry go through a lot of stress and I see them love all my pets more so sometimes than the veterinarians for sure. Yeah, um, these are all really great points, and that's that's terrible. <laughs> the, the average lifespan, the career lifespan, is only ten years, and absolutely, we should come and do a future episode on that. If anybody is in this field or has resources for us, please send them our way, and it's on our list. Yes, yes. Uh, Jamie wrote, just listened to the Crazy Psycho Bitch episode, and I instantly thought of the lead character in Hard Candy. If you guys haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. Looking forward to future episodes. Yeah. I love yeah. that movie. I, ha- I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? Okay, this may be one of those that, uh, because it's a little more realistic, you would mm. not like. Uh, mm. I remember the way that it was introduced to me, this movie, was... Two of my good guy friends telling me that it was the scariest or most horrific movie they'd ever seen. And mm-hmm. I, I was like, really? Was that bad, really? So I went and watched it, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, this is a no. horror movie for men. It's Ellen Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked about this. Yeah, yes, and Patrick I have Wilson. Yeah. 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 I remember you told me that and I was like, I guess I've got to watch this movie. Yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely true. one of those types of movies. So it's according to what gender you are, I think, uh, to think yes. how horrible this movie is. And But she is a great, like very calculating psycho bitch, I guess, quote unquote, in that level of well, who she is. But yeah. at the same time, the movie don't, doesn't paint her to be that way necessarily, mm, but it's right. perceived that way. But yeah, it's definitely a good one. Yeah, uh, I mean, it uh stuck with me. Um, And thanks to all the listeners who've been sending in uh, movie suggestions. Always keep those coming. And uh, also this episode, a a couple people sent in um, like further reading for us Mm -hmm. for the crazy psycho bitch trope. And that was was wonderful too. Mm -hmm. Keep that coming. Um, Britt wrote, I know you probably get a ton of emails and won't see this. Oh, 
<laughs> but really. I was, I know, <laughs> but I was wondering if you could pass a few names of amazing women hip-hop artists that Kiana Fitzgerald from our episode on women in hip-hop might not be aware of or just didn't mention. Specifically, my all-time favorite, Nitty Scott. She deserves so much more attention than she ever receives. She talks about mental health, BIPOC, empowerment, femme empowerment, Afro-Latina history, and much more. I'm really hardly doing her justice, but please check her out and pass her name along. Another amazing artist is the Kaylee 47. She produces all her own beats, has real yet witty lyrics, and challenges social norms by wearing a full face mask to hide her identity, but also avoid objectification. She's also been known to invite people on stage with her and recognize people in her songs who are doing cool things, i.e. BuffyCon from the song Attitude. I can listen to her albums straight through over and over because they're catchy, fun, but also talk about real-life stuff. One last one is Reverie based out of L.A. She's a bit lesser known, but super raw, real lyrics, and dedicated to her fan base. In any case, hope these names make it over to Kiana Fitzgerald if she's not already aware of their existence, or at least maybe some other people can get to really enjoy their music. I'd love to see these amazing women get some recognition for remaining true to themselves in such a male-dominated industry and their fearless navigation of such. I have a long list of others, so if anyone is interested, feel free to give them my info. This is so great. (laughs) I love, I love getting these recommendations. All of these artists, I cannot wait to check them out. Um, I am very, very, very excited. So thank you. Uh, and then we have another one from Mel, and I really hope I could pronounce that right. Please let me know if I didn't. I want to do it right. They say, Hi, Andy and Samantha. I was listening to the Monday Mini, and it was really interesting for me, but also hilarious to imagine this call situation. Yes, yes. This, this was, was in a, reference to our sex words Yes, episode. this was a good one. <laughs> uh, and don't worry, we won't call HR on either of you. Thank you very much. Uh, she also would send my regards to the editor. <laughs> and you should. Um, and this is something I've noticed and thought about since the Wordsled episode, and it's a little ambiguous, but still relevant. I've never heard or seen in fanfics women saying that they f***ed that guy. On the other hand, that's all the guys say, not... I had a wild time or whatever, but also always I f***ed her. Um, Maybe that's just me since I'm probably on the younger end of your listener age spectrum, but it always been indicated that the guy is the leader, the penetrator or the dominant one. And that's definitely a subtle one compared to penetrate or dominate, which is just as problematic and needs to leave. Agreed. Um, I also want to thank you, Annie, for opening up. It it was really brave to share your experience with so many people and show us a more raw side of you in order to help some who might have gone through the same thing. Yes, I also agree with that. I'm sure it was hard for you, and I just want to let you know that people appreciate that. I've read many a smutty fan fiction in my time, and one of which included a rape scene in the beginning, and the main character was then traumatized and deathly afraid of men from that point on. The scene wasn't too graphic or long, but it really added to the plot in the story, and I think it was a very good use of that kind of writing. The book is about the journey of the MC, about overcoming her fear with the help of her friend, and she ends up falling in love with that caring and compassionate person or friend. It's a really good book, but a BTS AU. And I'm not sure whether you've seen that part of the fanfic world, Annie. It's a dark, scary, and wonderful place right up your alley. (laughs) It is. That is up my alley. Thank you for the kind words. And also, uh, I love all of this message. Um, I, so... I haven't been to the BTS world, but I know a lot about it because it is a big part of fan fiction. And when we did our fan fiction two-parter, I kind of like dabbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was really cool, some of the stuff that people are making, um, like art and music. Mm-hmm. Like the kids these days are pretty, like, they're up in the fan fiction creativity bar. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Samantha, another Samantha wrote. I really appreciated your recent episodes about writing about sex. As someone who lost my virginity, an oddly cringeworthy phrase in itself, I didn't really have the language to talk about sex until I started. I was excited for my first time, but having grown up hearing things like penetrate and thrust and all that, it sounded so violent. After my first time, I reflected on how ill-fitting that seems. I even told my boyfriend this. It didn't seem like I was being stabbed by his body. It was much more like my body was welcoming him into mine. That might sound overly romanticized to some, but it really helped me reshape it. At another point, we talked about what sex-related words work for us and which don't. I enjoy dirty talk, and he's still getting used to it. So we decided to lay down some groundwork so it didn't take either of us out of the moment. And I think that helped. That's great. I'm glad that you can have those open conversations with your partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do think that the language changing the way we think about things and starting with language uh, as one way to do that can really help. And I hadn't appreciated until pretty recently how a lot of the words we use when we talk about sex are kind of violent and male-dominated. Right. So we wanted to give a shout-out to one of the Instagram accounts that uh, messaged us when we did our episode about witches and horror movies. Uh, mm-hmm. And the... Instagram account is The Long Road to Halloween, so right up everyone's alley. And <laughs> they talk a lot about different movies and different genres, and they sent us a recommendation for new witch movie to watch, which is the Canadian flick Pie Wacket. Have you watched this? I have not, but the name either. alone, I'm into it. And by the way, you spell that P-Y-E-W-A-C-K-E-T. Yes. Um, no, I'm super into it. Yeah. Also, I love that you assume that Halloween is right up everyone's alley. That. <sighs> I love that. <laughs> I guess because this is one of the hell, like yeah, one of the things that I like, and because we've talked about it, I'm thinking they know by now. <laughs> this month is going to be dominated it, by. We like something doesn't mean it's up everyone's alley, but I do appreciate that. That's how I believe it. That's how I come to it, and I know it's over now, but you yeah. know, I kind of carry it throughout to the end of the year. <laughs> I mean, horror movies for me is it, it's life. It's right, right. Thing. So that's a recommendation I'm very excited to check out. If you have any recommendations for us listeners, please send them to us. Please keep these messages coming. We love them. Uh, you can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at stephmomnevertoldyou or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Thanks as always to our super producers, JJ Posway and Andrew Howard. Thanks. And thanks to you for listening. Steph, I've never told you is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. 
Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.